This week, the queens get up close and personal with some of today's most gag-worthy stars. They're letting loose, and there is a 50-50 chance that Marsha will understand what they are even saying. Grab those Jane Polly wigs. It's time for some journalism. And the queens are going to be cooking, riding, and probing their way to the top with guest stars Charo, Love Connie, and Frankie Grande. Plus, it's Night of a Thousand Beyonce's on the runway with guest judge T.S. Madison. You got the green light. Green light. Race Chaser starts now. M. Oh. M. Mom. Race Chaser. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. Oh, Grant. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. Oh my God, <laughs> you look so alt. Are you a 90s girl? I'm Candy Hernandez. Uh, thank you for joining us. Wait, who's Candy We're, Hernandez? Is she Aaron Hernandez's old girlfriend? Um, it's Love Connie's arch nemesis. Oh. Arch nemesis sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we are wearing our good synthetic bobs tonight, and we are getting into this pod. I think it's so. getting down to it on season. You know, a hundred or whatever this is. I don't. You you may be wearing a synthetic bob, but I'm wearing a faux Roberta. <laughs> faux. <laughs> Let loose. Yeah. Yes, I'm bored. <laughs> yes, Lucy Laduca. Yes. Yes. Uh, Play it week. again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is all I ever wanted. Thank you. All I ever needed. Thank you. Was drag I race memes. <laughs> um, so Why last tell week, us what happened last week. Previously on RuPaul's Drag Race, honey, oh, there was a wow. there was a there was a bicentennial because it was the 200th episode to celebrate the new Ru through ball and sp- <laughs> to celebrate the Ru. <laughs> Ruth threw a ball, honey. Ruth threw a ball, honey. (laughs) And it was to celebrate all 200 episodes of Drag Race's past and the past balls and ball balls and hair balls and all the balls. Even though Miss Congenial. I was balling by the end of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, What's that one? And was it Bugaboo? No, I'm sorry. It was where they say. um, uh, The Destiny's Child is all the ballers out tonight. Is it Nasty, not? put some clothes oh, on. on. I told you, don't want you thinking about to doubt your house with your clothes, your clothes on. on. <laughs> That's a good song. We should do that one. Straight up. Nasty, put your clothes on. You look <laughs> hold down. Said, Nasty, put your please? body. Oh. Beyonce, few people know this, but she was the inventor of slut shaming. <laughs> Her and Kelly and Damn. Michelle. Um, well, last week, Miss Congenie Gaslight, Mistress Isabel Brooks, did not snatch the oh. win, but Miss Sasha Colby, Eleganza, crystallized look, um, crystallized her as the winner. 
And Selena and Spice landed in the bottom two. And sadly, Spice had to trot away to the Spice cabinet. Uh, and they lip synced the little Nas X. <laughs> Who was Spice at Rhonda this weekend? Oh. Oh, really? Girl, she was at Rhonda and she fully was talking to my handyman. And I was like, oh, what? Talk to me. Well, uh, oh. Oh, Handy Dan. Okay. So she didn't you talk to you? Her and you said, that loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to let loose on this podcast because this is the last hour long episode of this season. So next week, you're going to need 90 minutes to press play on the episode and then listen to our podcast at the same time. <laughs> now, so everyone, get your, your tweeters, everyone get your tweeters ready to complain about how long the episodes are. That's starting next week. So set your clock, set your timer. Just actually schedule a tweet now saying, oh, it's so long. Does anyone need this much drag? Write a handwritten note in Swirly Sharpie to let yes. us all know that yes. um, we may not be getting 90-minute episodes and we don't deserve it. Uh in the lips. And, uh, yeah, speaking of handwritten notes, we get a lipstick message that says, it's been so easy and so fun. Thank you for being my new sisters when my real one left me. P.S. Where does the dingling go? This is one of the strangest, most cryptic. It's been so easy and so fun. Drag Race is not easy. This is the one it's of the best. It's not even fun, really. Sorry for interrupting, but this, to me, is one of the best exit things since mine because a it makes us laugh twice and then it brands her song which is now streaming it's been so easy and fun obviously it hasn't thank you my new sisters when my real one left me that's funny uh where does the dingling go that's her song spice is not dumb spice is not dumb no ma'am we had to let spice loose turn me loose Turn me loose. You think they got a cousin named like um, Nooch? Maybe we could be the Nooch cousins. Sugar Spice Nooch. The Nooch cousins. They're not twins. They don't look anything alike. <gasps> and sugar they're not sisters. They're cousins. Sugar Spice Nooch and Nut Megan. <laughs> you can dress like Megan McCain. She'll love it. Um, on the couches, Mistress is saying that uh, Spice was like a daughter to her, but separating personal from drag, it was definitely time for her to go. The gate first was paging all, her. The gate was paging her. Her bags were about to be offloaded. First of all, Dwada, this is a unit. Uh, on the couches, Sasha is like, well, you need to soak it up so you can win some challenges because she has won two challenges. And, and some girls haven't even won one challenge. Some girls go to Drag Race and don't win anything. They just yeah. like, they're like, hey, um, you don't need to unpack that bag. We're going to, you're going to go home now, actually. Like that's very crazy. that it, you know what drag race is so easy and so fun. Uh, <laughs> Lucy is Lucy gets mad because Sasha's being you know Sasha's being sassy when she's like, well maybe some of you girls could could uh, soak up some of my piss that I peed on the stage <laughs> so you could win a challenge or two. Oh, Miss Colby, gets I'll drink mad. it. Lucy gets mad. Yes. Uh, actually, she should sell her pee uh, at DragCon, and uh, I think there's a market. I think there's I'd a buy very it. large market. I would I'd buy, it. buy it. Give me anything <laughs> from that Colby cunt. Uh, but Lucy's like, uh, for your information, I have won three challenges. Did she? What? Two minis and a main. She says oh. two minis and a main. 
So many anime has been featured on this episode. Our impact is the non-parel. We did it, Joe. <laughs> mini anime. Mini anime. <laughs> did she say mini anime? She didn't say mini anime, but she said, uh. She said she One won two minis and a main. Two minis and a main. Well, she said it. <laughs> she said it. She said it. It's also oh. RuPaul calls T.S. Madison a mogul of media. I'm just saying. Well, I mean. I'm just saying. IJS. I'm just how, saying. How can you not? You can't ignore um, uh, uh, a presence that's been so rewarded by the queer tees. I mean, you can't ignore we, us anymore. We we okay yeah we won two yeah, queerties in the won. past. Uh, we're we're heavily hardwired by the queerties. We have yeah I think seven or eight total between us all. I don't think that's true. I do. Where they released the the runners up and Jinx's podcast was runner up, which is weird because oh, you don't run anywhere. That's the moguls of media property. Uh huh. The moguls are mediating. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, do you think the mini? I think the minis do count, but only in in uh, Rukopedia or wherever the people are hardcore about it. The main challenges are the are the things that really count. Because I mean, the minis get you some money now, so they do count. But like, it's more of a pride thing and less of an impact on the actual standing of the competition. I think. Yes, I don't. I think they do count for something, but I think it's like they count for like an eighth or like mm -hmm. a sixteenth of a win. Like I it's a fractionary, yeah, of a win. Frack, I, frack, uh, frack. <laughs> Dipper, don't Honey, start trouble. I'm putting the frack okay. in fractions. Don't uh. do it. We're trying to get Rue as a guest next season. Um, I I well, would not like to discredit Lucy's mini wins though, because I'm sure they seem very impactful. Well. I mean, okay, just to, like, put it in perspective, when I was on All Stars, I was like, well, I should probably win because I won the most things. I won the most main challenges, the most mini challenges, and the most lip syncs. Or... You were also the best. Or I don't know if I won the most, but I won a lot of them. So I was we're like, okay... We're not here okay. for facts. Keep going. Don't worry. So adding all that up or taking that into account... I I think that I would be a justified winner in that in in that estimation. But it's not a numerical thing and especially nowadays it's not even really often the person who's won the most main challenges doesn't even win the show. It comes down to other factors and the final night and the final challenge and everything like that. So really there is no numerical meaning to any of it. It's really a, a game show and it's really all comes down to a spinning wheel that um, Blake is behind. Dressed <laughs> hey, as a clown. Hey, Blake. Um, <laughs> Dressed like a clown. <laughs> Lucy um, is continuing on with uh, mentioning that she, she's allowed to be upset with her placement when she has won some of the most iconic drag races challenges because she won Snatch Game. And she, I feel like, I feel like they're showing more of Lucy lamenting instead of Lucy's actual successes because she has been great in this competition. Her Joan had everybody peeing and praising for her. So we know she's a talented fucking girl who can keep people laughing. But instead, they keep showing her saying, oh, I didn't win or I feel like I could have been top safe or those kind of things. And it's just, I feel like they're not giving her the edit that um, they would give her if they knew she was going to be 
a contender. I feel like they're janning her. They're giving her the Janesty hardcore. They're not letting... They're not. Yeah, I was uncomfortable watching this first segment of the show. And I mean, it's really only like a minute or two long before the before the credits even roll. And we see this, I mean, it's just an onslaught at the expense of Lucy LaDuca. I mean, yeah. it's it's really, it's really punching a lot. And at this point, the audience knows what you're doing as mm-hmm. uh, when you're editing the show this way. The audience knows, the, the queens know, and I, it makes me uncomfortable because, I mean, you really, <laughs> I don't know, this shit affects people. And people are sensitive, you know, and it, it's like it's like an assassination or something, like a, like a character assassination. It's not like, like a, it. It is. It is. And it, and it's it's really uncomfortable to watch because you never know how somebody's going to react, and there is a real life person at the end of this, and of course, of course, everyone is like, oh, it's just a joke. We're just joking. But like when it's when. When you are inciting a shitstorm of social media, like, onslaught against one person, which is what they did in the first fucking minute of this show, that has an effect on people. I I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just tread carefully, I guess. Girls. I, I don't know. Girls, Made listen, me you have to be ready to be talented and wonderful and for them to show you being the exact opposite if you want to go on drag race because that's the game we play it's either that or obscurity so tread carefully ladies yeah. we're going to take a break and um talk about marsha 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 not being in the top episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we, You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Look at that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. Mama. Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag. Drag. For free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag. And get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash drag. Drag. It's a new day in the workroom. A new Anitra day. is trying to smile day. more. Because, you know, you know, girls love being told to smile more. Uh, yeah. Because she has Baby, a resting bitch face. Right. And RuPaul comes in and says, hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. And this week, the queens will be conducting one-on-one interviews with for TV's sketchiest news magazine, 50-50. They'll get a chance to get up close and personal with t- some of today's most gag-worthy celebrities. And as the editor in queef, RuPaul assigns the groups and the celebrities. Marsha and Sasha will be interviewing Charo. Mm-hmm. And Anitra, Lucy, and Malaysia are doing Frankie Grande. Yes. And Mistress Lux and Selena are doing Love Connie. Um, yes. Will you remind me who was the first to say editor in queef on Drag Race? Was it you? Oh, no. I was just asking. I didn't know. <laughs> was it you? Me. Funny. Uh, Funny. These, these gag-worthy celebrities are, uh, were told... Uh, to the contestants earlier that day. This was filmed on a Monday. And on a Saturday, all the girls got the YouTube links sent to them under their hotel room door. Um, These are facts, by the way. And it really feels like they're giving the girls that they want to fail the hardest setup, which is the couch couch chat where you're just sitting and talking. The girls that have activities... You think that's the hardest one? Yes, because the girls that have activities to do, like cooking or something walking or the golf cart that lends itself to more fun and more variables other than just sitting there and trying to be funny or poignant you know what i mean okay sure i mean i would i would probably have the most difficulty with with the food interview because sometimes when there's an activity like that you don't get to get any questions in like as we saw with some of with shamana girls sasha yeah so you know uh I think these are all really fun and weird. I mean, there was only one golf cart interview. Loved it. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, These are really fun guests, really wild card. And as we see with, you know, Love Connie, I mean, she's a live wire, honey. Oh, and Ms. Jaro as well. Connie, Connie's got that craze in her. Uh, Selena, she has a podcast, so she was interested in doing the sit-down interview, and she feels like she kind of has something to prove on this. And you know they're not going to give her Frankie. Like, Frankie's her friend. Oh, because they're really good friends in real life. Yeah, it's not... They're, like, best friends for real. It's not going to happen. And apparently, they were like, as titties keep moving, keep moving, keep moving... And Frankie was behind a curtain and he got to see her. And her friend Mondo was there, too. So I'm glad Selena had her moment from home. That was a a nice thing for her. Absolutely. And uh, the girls are sitting around and and they're looking around the room. Mosh and Sash are... What? I just found my keys. I've been looking for them for two days. They're literally, where were they? They were in my couch. I was like, what is under my foot in between two cushions? That's a miracle. Yay. Oh, sorry. It's a miracle. Drag you. Uh, Are you ready for me? Mosh and Sasha talking shit. And they're like, we're 100% the 50-50. We're 100% 50-50 that we're going to nail 50-50, honey. (laughs) <laughs> then they start to talk about these other bitches which means they're sisters uh mistress catches yeah. marcia talking about her and i'm sure this will come into play later because mistress i'm sure has a manila folder with a rubber band around it that um that o- o- opens accordion style and has all of the receipts for sure Except her baggage receipts because she likes to go to LAX and pick up the wrong person's bag and then go back to the hotel, open it and find all these panties and then have to go back to LAX at 4.30 on a Friday before her viewing party at heart at 8. Oops. What? This happened with Mistress? Uh Uh-huh, it happened with Mistress at heart. And that's why when they came around to ask us questions on the mic and Mish was pointing up at the balcony where I was with Jade and Marcus and all my friends, she was like, no, no, no. And Bo Byron... A good WeHo faggot runs upstairs with a mic for me, and I get to ask my question to Mistress like a good shady sister, and it's all on my Instagram, and um, you can see where I asked her. And what did you ask her? I said, "Hi, I'm Willem," and then she said, "What's the tea, sis? What's the tea?" And I said, "Mistress, are you wearing a lash?" <laughs> and then oh. she said, "What? Did you not hear my story about?" And I said, "Mistress, are you wearing a lash?" She said, "I'm wearing Anastasia." So she fit in the sponsor. She's a she's a good real girl, <laughs> and sh- you can look at the pictures on my Instagram. I don't know about no lawyers, but beautiful woman, beautiful woman. I hold her in high regard. She did that nine minute Nikki mix. I love her, but I want to say something real quick to um, a producer named Michelle Mills. You hold power in a room that has RuPaul's name above it. You do not hold power in the drag world anywhere else. You do not come into our gay spaces and say you can't talk on a mic. I can talk on a mic whenever I want when a mic is handed to me. Okay, Mish, I don't give a fuck. You hold no power here in the drag realm other than under RuPaul's tutelage, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) On the set for the main challenge, the interviews... Now the girls look so nervous when they're just standing three in a row. It's Lux, Mistress, and Selena. And they're literally just standing like as they're getting ready for that first shot. And they look so nervous. They look like firing squad nervous right here. 
Anytime you have to put a girl in a suit and say, pretend you're Barbara Walters, they told these girls this was your serious moment. We want a serious Barbara Walters sit down. And all the YouTube links that they gave them (laughs) was all Barbara Walters stuff. So these girls thought, oh, we have to be serious. When in the back of their head, they should have been thinking, we're supposed to be funny at all costs. This is Drag nothing Race. On, nothing drag on Drag Race has ever been serious, ever. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, it's like one serious moment an episode, but it's one never the One serious moment challenges. a year, maybe. Uh, that I mean, suit Lux is wearing is so lovely. So lovely. I mean, all, all three of these girls look great. And I love that Mistress is referencing Chanel doing the Oprah <laughs> challenge on season one with this red rhinestone, yes. you know. It's great. Fantasy Sel- outfit. Selena as titties looks like um, uh, Chola Juno Birch. <laughs> I love this. I love this green and pink. And Lux, Mama, I have Beauty. never seen Yves Saint Laurent Reeve Gauche look better. She looks the beauty. Sickening. Excuse the beauty. Now, this is a garment that Laganja has worn too. This is this is some good ass YSL, honey, from the eighties. Okay, she looks beautiful. Well, the girls are watching in the workroom as this happens, which I don't really understand how that's possible. Actually, do they see an unedited feed or? I know something about the girls watching in the workroom. How because- do you know so much this episode? Are you revealing like inside tea that you shouldn't be? No, this is not inside tea. If more than one girl tells me about this, it's not like a secret anymore. Because if more than one person tells you, that means there's three people in it. And a secret is two people. Are you sitting on a secret? I'm lounging on a lie. I'm not sitting on a secret. (laughs) Now, Miss Lux Noir London, she lucked out the most, I think, because she got to be outside with Connie and it was during golden hour. This lighting is so beautiful. So gorgeous. She looks so perfect. Yeah, Lux did really good in this interview, especially with Connie, who's a live wire. You never know what's going to happen. I thought I thought Lux's interview was one of the best ones. If, Me too. If not the best one. I thought I, Lux I was natural. Like- she kept the sort of Diane Sawyer energy where she's like, I'm the interviewer and I'm interviewing you, but I'm also matching your energy and I'm also going to be playful and fun, but I'm also going to get in questions. I've done my research and I'm going to talk about the things that are on my list to talk about. Mm-hmm. And she did it all while on a moving fucking vehicle. And while beautiful. Sorry, but Lux was the winner for me. Uh, funny, poignant, hit the mark for me. I thought, uh, I thought Lux did great in the challenge also. I think that... Um, miss, uh, mistress, ahead. cooking in the kitchen with Mistress. Can I say something just briefly as a person who works with queens and produces content and pitches you lots of ideas that you say no to? Sure. Um, Go ahead. Sometimes I suppose two, you're allowed. Sometimes two beautiful, funny drag queens in an odd scenario makes for wildly entertaining ta- uh, content. They're literally driving a golf cart in a circle in an empty parking lot. But this is now we're going to be talking about this and joking about this. So sometimes when I say, like, I just want you guys to squish slime while you answer email questions and you're like, no, I do think sometimes it works. These weird ideas. I I don't think I ever said no to squishing slime while answering email (laughs) questions. I definitely didn't. I love slime. I don't think I would say no to that. Okay. Are you trying to blame it on the edit? 
Dipper? If you've got ideas, I want to hear them all. I, I don't want to dress like a dog and do a political debate. <laughs> That's the only one that I've okay. categorically shut down. Right. If, you, if you've got ideas, you got just me. send me a light bulb emoji and I'll forward it to Courtney. And then... Um, I think that Mistress... Cooking in the kitchen with Mistress. Don't eat the paper. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Don't eat the paper. That would have been really funny. That would have been a reference on a reference <laughs> when Patti LaBelle was told by that uh, chef on, was it The View or The Talk? Uh, Don't I eat really the paper. Because Patty sided her for about 20 seconds. I'm going to eat the paper. I'm going to eat the I know I'm not supposed to eat the paper. I just wanted to clarify everyone. I know I'm not supposed to eat the paper. Patty LaPelle does not suffer no fools. Now, this Mistress Isabel Brooks interview where Connie um, starts talking about it looks like I scratched my ass when she got fudge on her hand. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting, and I love it. Thank you, Love Connie, yeah. for providing good TV. Um, I think we could have used some of that fudge to maybe uh, tap down where Sasha's wig has popped. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> they kept showing it. I was like, they don't need to shoot her from that angle with her wig popped like that. The mix-up here with Mistress was that she was trying to maintain this sort of serious air. And Connie just... Connie evaporates any seriousness mm -hmm. the minute she walks in the room. So it, it was... So, and I think that really as Sasha said, threw Mistress for a loop. So she was really thrown off. All the girls were given 10 minutes to do what you do on Drag Race with. So the fact that she may have been thrown off because she thought it was serious or they were given mm -hmm. outdated information on the celebrities or whatever. Like, I'm not... I Wah-wah, you know, boo-hoo. But it's Drag Race. You know you got to be funny. She should have picked up that icing and, and like, see if she could finish the whole tube or something funny. It's not hard to be funny. Right. She is funny. She wasn't funny in this challenge. I think she performed poorly in it. She looked beautiful. Because uh, it comes down to improv. I mean, it's it's that's all essentially an improv challenge. And you have to take what your, what your partner in the scene is giving you and you have to yes and and build off of it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're trying to, like, if you're trying to shut it down or turn it into something else, then it's going to like shut down the energy of the scene. If Connie's like talking about fucking shitting herself and getting shit on her nails, which honestly is a normal conversation with Connie. Connie's a friend of mine. I love her. Same. Uh, then you have to like go, you have to go there and go that direction. Yeah. Which we see with Sasha Colbina with Charo. Mm -hmm. Where Connie goes, Connie goes there. Uh, now with Charo, Sasha is having a good time and she matches her energy from the get. And yes. it just becomes a natural like banter almost between friends. It feels like a story producer produced this whole segment and Sasha had an earpiece in because she's so great and natural. I mean, she's probably done 500 Brad Hammer videos. She knows what she's doing in front of a camera. She does. Um, she does. She brings up the coochie coochie straight from the get. Makes Charo comfortable. It's in Charo's world, you know. This is what Charo does, and I think when Sasha just throws yeah. out the card and you know makes salad tossing jokes, come on, they didn't put all that salad there for a girl not to make a salad tossing joke. Come on, had to Tasha like, Salad, Roxy Andrews, season five, Tasha Salad, <laughs> uh, Barnyard Buddies. But Sasha uh, puts it puts it great when she says, "This is." 
part fangirling. Like I mostly hear just fangirling, which when you're talking to someone who is a legacy legend like Charo, as an interviewer, part of your job is to fangirl. So I think she hit the mark with that. And I I thought this was really personable. Um, It was fun to watch. um, And it, it was a successful interview. And notice how the energy dips when Charo sits down and Marsha has to interview her. <laughs> in this, how the in energy this dips. pale buttercup suit with why is Marsha's hair always on the one side? It looks like it was pulled back before it was styled. Like the wig was blocked like with an inch of like blocking tape. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. It just bugs me on that one. A lot one of the side. girls do that. Marsha's interview is not uh not a success. Uh, in in fr- from what I could see, it seems as though she's sort of being steamed ro- steamrolled by Charo, and also isn't registering what Charo is even like talking about, mm-hmm. and gets very few questions in. And Charo's, you know, Charo's charming and can sit there and be hilarious, which is what she does. Mm-hmm. But I I don't I don't think Marsha was bringing a lot to this I, interview. I, I think Marsha from what looked- we were shown. She kind of looks like she could be Charo as a young woman, though. Okay. I mean, this what I would if, yeah. When I think Charo, I want Kenya Michaels Charo energy. I don't need this, you know, banal sit down interview. I forgot to take my medication. <laughs> and now we come to Miss Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. <laughs> with did we do all the other team? Sasha, Marsha. Who else was on Sasha, Marsha? Titties? The two of them. Oh. Sash and Mosh, 50-50. Sash Mosh. 50% Sash, 50% Mosh. Now, next up is Team Frankie Grande. Mm-hmm. And Lucy LaDuca has a sit-down interview. This is how you do a sit-down interview. There is no dip in energy here. Lucy LaDuca conquers this sit-down interview. Lucy is a New York girl, and New York girls know their way around a mic and how to banner and how... Because New York girls, a lot of the times, you only see them from the titties up, and a lot of the work that is done during a show is on a mic and crowd work, and this is basically yes. crowd work in a crowd of two people. Yes. But Frankie's big enough that, you know, she could be a whole crowd herself. Right. This is a great interview, and I think that they were trying to make Lucy fail a little bit by giving her the hard setup of the sit-down, and she succeeded with Flying Colors. She does. Her energy Which probably irked uh, production. <laughs> her energy is completely uh, it's it's bubbly. Her reactions are really big. Like even watching it here and we don't have the audio on. Her reactions are really big and expressive. She gets in questions, but she also banters and and volleys jokes back and forth with Frankie, who has a lot to give in that department. Mm-hmm. So very successful. Top marks for Lucy. And next up is Anitra with a walk and talk, which is literally a walk and talk because they're doing, uh, they're in the back lot they're doing like, walking. Okay, what should we do for this? Just walk around the dressing rooms. That'll be fun. She, like, no golf cart for you. Can I tell you that even the shots of Anitra's shoes and things with the crew behind, it's already more visually interesting than the sit down. And it just, it's, it lends itself to more engagement, if that makes sense, than an ugly couch and a fake set. Well, all right, I get it. When we recreate this, you won't do the sit down. I get it. You don't have to do the sit down. She'll stretch by the forklift. <laughs> um, you can do the walk and talk. Honey, I'm... Uh, <laughs> You're the walk and talk girl, and I'm the sit down girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm the rump and pump girl. Walk and talk. <laughs> rump and pump? 
I know what that means. <laughs> you know damn I'm well what that means. <laughs> Anitra's now, interview is neither here nor there. I mean, it's not terrible. Uh, there weren't any moments that really stood out that were like, oh, that was groundbreaking. But it was it was cute. It was nice. Yeah, it's giving Lona's logo bonus programming only available on logo.tv. <laughs> yes. It's very it really that energy. Is very that. Uh the next group we have is oh sorry. We continue Malaysia. on with Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. She has a pizza toss. Synthetic Bob. This is this is a, a faux Roberta. Um I Malaysia's synthetic Bob. I think this started off. Uh, weaker than it could have just on the fact that this wasn't really an interviewee look. This gave like nighttime club girl in a, in a weird bob. I, I just don't know why right. this is what she wore when all I've seen a lot of her drag and it's amazing. I This I'm surprised was her first choice. The look was not the strongest uh, of the bunch, certainly, which already, you, you know, you're at a disadvantage. I watched the viewing party at a $3 bill and the special guest was Diabetti. And she was like, I love this part of a season because you see the girls start to run out of hair mm-hmm. and they start to reuse wigs. They start to borrow each other's wigs. They start to get real crafty. They pull out a bob because they're like, honey, I don't have anything left. Did you notice they uh, got, just cut to <laughs> Selena blinking and nobody else was in the shot, just her? It's almost like they're making a TV show. Almost. I think that my favorite part of Malaysia's interview was when she went to go tuck part of the synthetic bob behind her ear and it was already there. <laughs> you know how you, you know how you do that, girl. Because it's a gesture. It's a feminine it's, gesture. It's it's a uh it this interview was could have gone a lot better. I will say that. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been better. It was uh it it turned into Frankie's interview and Frankie naturally took the reins and was like, well, what do you think? Or do you like this sausage better than this sausage? Or did you even think it would be like that when you became a mother? <laughs> yes, Dorian Dean. Um, I think it pretty much is indicated by the end of Malaysia's interview when they end it with Frankie being funny instead of Malaysia doing something. T- t- you know, but Frankie, good job. Tivana. Uh, Tivana St. James. Bevington Lux. <laughs> T-shirt still available. Titties. <laughs> We're gonna take T-shirt's a break. Still available. Please buy them. Where? Oh my god, we can't give them away. <laughs> they're gonna still be, have them. They're gonna be at your drag oh. sale, bitch. They're gonna be at your drag sale. Okay, I'll Which, sign it with a silver sharpie. Would you like to announce yet? Oh yeah, we're doing a drag sale March eighteenth and nineteenth. Eighteenth. And possibly 19th, unless everyone buys everything on the 18th. And Marco Marco is also doing a drag <laughs> dropping sale at the time next door. So come on down to Cherokee. Take a picture it's in front of World of Wonders Gate. It's going to be like the marketplace in Aladdin. People are going to be like, la, 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 la. is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. 
Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm like on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is, this is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yeah. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep, No Mess Meals. Ooh, I'm thinking something al fresco. Mm. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for Absolutely. a while because there's so many different choices. Like you have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The girls are getting in the ready uh, for Night of Eight Beyonce's. Yes, and these girls had to submit multiple options for their Beyonce's, a first and second choice, and some of them didn't get their choices approved, which is why some of them are. Oh, in is this it. what happened? Oh yeah, one girl. Where'd you get this information, honey? I let five girls from the show borrow my clothes. These okay. all these girls know that when they're off the show, they can trust me. Because I'm not gonna say a name, really. They can so, they can trust you to say everything that they've told you on a podcast. Yes, with hundreds of thousands of listeners, and even girls who I don't know. They approve. They they're approving that, right? They're not. They're not approving it. They're reproving it because they're trying to oh reprove to the audience what actually happened. So they tell us sometimes, and it helps enlighten a viewer's perspective about the show. So. You're not being force-fed. You're only swallowing what you want, what you want to swallow. Because even girls that I didn't lend clothes to, three of them have told me what has happened and have asked me to disseminate a message so they don't look like fools. Because and there's also multiple. There's also multiple sources. Yeah, there's and it's production. not just the girls who are contestants. We there know are people, people who work inside, on set. People behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm very close so, with Michelle yeah. Mills, who's a producer. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, this... Girl, I'm trying to go back for all winners. So if you could just keep it. <laughs> Michelle, Mish, I'm ready for all winners whenever you want. 
And just give me a call. And the uh, the views expressed on this podcast by Willem are are only my views alone. <laughs> Thank what you. Privilege. Um, but I would also like to throw my hat into the ring for Rue's next holiday special because it takes some chops to green act- screen a holiday special. Yeah, I have a red wig. I thought I could act with RuPaul. Old friend Silvo. New friends, Moldo. <laughs> now, do you think Sasha Fierce is named after Sasha Colby? Do you think there's veracity to this? Or audacity? Veracity or audacity? Or audacity. A new dun, segment. Dun. <laughs> I think that um, there could be veracity to it. I think that I pop stars so look to the girls all the time and who, th- who their dancers are hanging out with. And all those kind of things. And I will say, this is when Beyonce sort of uh, began exploring an alter ego of herself as a performer on stage. And she gave, gave she gave this person a name. Sasha Fierce. And yes, Sasha Fierce. And the sort of like frenetic, energetic. It's very like, Sasha Continental. Like it, it's, it's very Sasha Colby. Mm-hmm. Sasha Fierce is very Sasha Colby. It's around the same time period. I think there could be veracity. We're I, gonna give this veracity rather than audacity. I definitely agree because it the if you look at the breadcrumbs, Sasha's friends with all of Beyonce's dancers, and Sa- mm-hmm. and Beyonce's team, the stylists, the hair, the everybody. They probably follow Beyonce. Yeah. Or they probably follow Sasha. Which works yeah. its way back to Beyonce somehow. I mean, look at Sasha and and uh, Preston and Preston does Janet and all these other stars and like there's I've seen Janet in some hair that I'm definitely like oh that's some Sasha hair too. For sure. Well, on the main stage, RuPaul is wearing a shimmering chap mapagne gown. <laughs> chap mapagne. Is that a fabric? (laughs) It's a color. Champagne. Chap Mapagle. I'd say this is more of a metallic ivory. This is not a champagne. Champagne has notes of yellow in it usually. Um, So this is this is a a, a luminescent ivory. Dippers outlines. Mm It's a luminescent ivory All gown. All he's trying to do is give us a guide so we fucking can do a podcast with some coherency. <laughs> but let him have it by all means. <laughs> let her have it. <laughs> um, it's not champagne? No, this is not champagne. Is Ch- it champagne? It's champagne. It's champagne. <laughs> it's champagne. Champagne definitely has it's Charlemagne. yellow notes. And this has lacks the yellow notes. Uh, it is so beautiful. Is it lined? <laughs> it is lined. It is lined. Now, um, this nugget of a ring, honey, I love it. Michelle Visage is it. there looking. I think RuPaul looks classic. She looks great. Um, and yes, Michelle Visage and T.S. Madison is back. Maddie is back we were, in the building. We were given the 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 breadcrumb that T.S. Madison was going to be a recurring guest judge this season. We it's haven't seen a ton of her, so I'm glad she's it's back. It's happened twice. I'm glad she's back. Yeah. Okay. The Night of 1000 Shiancés. Now, Lux is not a dumb girl. She's seen every episode of Drag Race, and I'm sure she's seen RuPaul in this Bob Mackie-inspired uh, flame 
dress that Tina Turner has worn. Linda Carter wore it. RuPaul wore it. Sure. And it's Beyonce. a it's a great recreation, and I think it's by V Monique, mm-hmm. the designer. Uh, she looks great. No notes. And great of her to reference Bob Mackie because you know RuPaul loves some Bob Mackie. Well, she's referencing Bob, but she's also referencing Ru. Like yes. she knows she's not dumb. She did a great she's, interview, great runway. She could be the winner. Yeah, she's one of the most, I think, deeply studied mm-hmm. uh, drag race contestants ever. Like, knows deep references. Yeah. And this is an example of that, and she's executed it beautifully. She looks great. Mistress, Constantly raising the bar. Mistress Isabel Brooks comes out in the Destiny's Child Grammy outfit <laughs> with all the the turquoise lace, and she's got a Michelle, and she's got a... Kelly on her shoulders. This made everybody laugh. It was clean. Good job, mistress. You needed this after that runway. Great outfit choice, too. Because this is one of those quintessential, iconic Beyonce looks. And then adding the puppets takes it to... It's an element of camp. But if you remove the puppets, she would still look fucking flawless Mm -hmm. and sickening. And she doesn't deliver it in a hokey-jokey, here comes a joke. She delivers it straight up. This is serious glamour, and that's why it works. This is beautiful. Top marks. Or verse top marks, at least, because that interview was bad. <laughs> the next girl that yeah. we have hitting the runway is... Bring it to the runway. Oh, runway. bitch, I saw you got this run, hat, run, run. too. What? The mistress hat with the with the piercings. Oh, yeah. I see you, you fucking troll. Oh, you like that? Oh, oh look at her. You're so am, I, am I being about... Selena S. Titties uh, is smart. She references RuPaul, and she uses RuPaul's Chia Pets spray-painted gold as fake Grammys for when Beyonce won a bunch of Grammys in a gold dress with a big updo. Really, really smart. A great great Beyonce pull and reference. Really funny to add the Chia Pet trophies. And this is the most beautiful Selena's ever looked. Yeah, and it's not all pick me about it. It's like, look, I'm using a smart reference. You know, look, yeah. look, RuPaul, you've made $63 off me. I bought all these. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Brilliantly done. Beautiful. I love the clean. Love the look. Great love hair. the hair. Love the gown. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Sasha Colby comes out, and if you squint, it's Beyonce in this moment. The the dress is exact. She's got the appliques on her leg. Absolutely. The hair TKO. is perfect. Tina Knowles original. And she does the J. Joe Lee pose, which is also the Beyonce pose on the cover of <laughs> the hand Crazy over the in head. Love with the hand over the head. She breaks her back at the top of the runway and she's doing everything Beyonceanically and beautifully. This is a great recreation. And I, I have a feeling they were limited as to what they were allowed to choose, but still this says Beyonce. It says iconic, and I quite like it. Well, here's it. the thing. They they approve all of these outfits for all these girls. So some girls, they say, no, you can't do that. And just yeah. because they don't want them all to be great. Because look at Marsha. Marsha's in an outfit that nobody would have picked first choice, I don't think. A title... Re- this, this outfit does not scream Beyonce to me at all. This is Beyonce from the Title X Brooklyn 2017 charity event. Beyonce would never in this shoe. This shoe, look at this shoe from the side. It's she would, a different shoe. The shoe is, the, wait till you see this heel. This little shoe. Also sh- the cut of the dress is different. This Charlotte Russe block heel, 
I can't. Uh, oh, <laughs> change the screen. Change the screen. Also, the dress is different. It's a no. The dress is asymmetrical on Beyonce. Yeah, the dress is different. The neckline could have at least been the same if you're going to try to say this is what you're referencing because it's it's different. Marsha Marsha knows that this isn't her strongest runway. She says it right in the beginning of Untucked. So it, uh, at, le- at least she knows. But it it's not an iconic Beyonce look. And it's not even an exact recreation of a non-iconic Beyonce look. Well, the problem is some of the girls that submitted iconic Beyonce looks were told no. And then those looks were not represented on the runway at all. So, like, they were told no, and it could have been other girls who went home that were going to do it. But from yeah. what I've seen of the other girls posting of their pictures of what they would have done, like Aura and everything as Beyonce, some of them yeah. weren't going to do the looks that other girls wanted to do still. I know of two Beyonce looks that the girls were told no to that weren't represented on the runway either. So some yeah. some of them, they just definitely did not want these girls to succeed and be great and be, be beyonce And another point to bring up, which... Diabetti spoke about this on, uh, on at the Drag Race viewing party. What? She said they have to clear the images that they show next to the runway walk. Yeah. Which doing so, some images either cost too much or are not allowed to be licensed or or what, whatever. So that's another thing that has to be cleared in order for this to happen. That, that does have to happen, but saying it costs too much and that is a... Uh, a straw that broke the camel's back to World of Wonder. It's not. They make millions off of every episode of Drag Race. If they wanted to clear the photo, they could clear it. They choose not to. Certainly. But that is something that goes into account. Why are... Why are these some of the, the ugliest why, boots why ever? Are, where are, like, the most... Like, the top five Beyonce iconic looks aren't even in this runway. No, they're not. And it's because they weren't approved. Little short shorts. They were not approved. All the single ladies. I mean, just that fucking fossy black Mm -hmm. fucking... Where's that? Donde? They weren't not going to let single ladies walk down that runway when they knew it was going to be a lip sync. I am Sasha Fierce. Just wet hair and naked. But the same thing happened Tits with and everything. Of a thousand JLo's. We were all like, "What are these JLo looks?" <laughs> yeah, yes. it's a challenging thing when they have to clear for TV. I don't think they should be in the category anymore. Uh, but anyway, Anitra. All that being said, having said that, Anitra looks great, and this is a this is an iconic Beyonce moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's royal. It's a it's a beautifully done recreation, uh, and she's fucking working it. Yeah, the breasts are breasting, the legs are legging, and even if the you hips are didn't hipping. know this was Beyonce, it's still done well. Like for Marsha, yes, it didn't give me like it was pretty, but like didn't give me any ounce of Beyonce. This yeah. I didn't know what Beyonce look it was referencing, but like I love the cape, I love what she was doing with it. Yes, Marsha didn't give me enough of what I needed. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, she came in like I a wrecking ball. Look. I love this. This is a great recreation. Uh, great recreation, great reference. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know when it specifically the reference is from. I think it's on the run tour. But it's fucking cool. She looks awesome. She does, uh, she does look great. It's a great look to choose as well, because it, it is, it, 
It says Beyonce to me. They zoom in on her ass so much because they want us to see that the bottom doesn't fit how it should unless you put the black panty under it. They, they're they zooming okay. in on her mistakes a little bit right there. And I think yeah. that's, um, it was a sour shot. They didn't need to do that. Her interview was already bad enough that she was in the bottom. You didn't need to show yeah. her, her butt crack like that. Lucy Leducums comes out in Beyonce's VMA pregnancy reveal blazer and tux pants. And it is, she did as much as she could with this outfit. It is stoned to fucking death. She's congenial. But she's smiling. But where's the pregnancy? I don't know. She could have just at, she could have at least just eaten a big lunch. Like she could have at least just given us Skip something. That she's literally corseted in the look where Beyonce was revealing that she was pregnant. This is an opportunity. See, it would have been build the pants around a pregnancy situation. What she should have done here is got to the end of the runway and then pulled out a pill bottle that said plan B and then taken the pill. And then it would have been a commentary on Roe versus Wade too, which is great because drag should be political. And I would love some drag queens to speak up, especially the biggest drag queen in the world about when we're being attacked, when all the, the her little daughters around the country are not allowed to work or were afraid to drive to work in drag because it might be illegal in Tennessee. And the biggest drag queen in the world hasn't said anything yet or tried to help us. Her daughters work at that bar. How many girls work at play? In Nashville, of, of RuPaul. So many. And RuPaul has not said one thing. RuPaul famously does not speak out about political things. But come on, this is However, us. However, I know. That's all she'll do. I understand, but also she, I mean, she does have a TV show that is loudly and proudly about drag that is like the biggest TV show on TV. So that is doing something. Yeah, it is. The, the fact that she is doing that. She uh, could do more uh, though, a lot more very easily and she's not. Yeah. She knows yeah. everybody at Entertainment Weekly. They put her on the cover and these drag things should be a big story because like drag has been entertaining people for years. Mrs. Doubtfire, Bosom Buddies, um, no, Tyler I know, Perry, girl. all these things that like the mainstream people love and nobody is speaking us for us now, speaking up for us right now, really majorly in the market, especially the world's biggest drag queen. That would be really nice if she made some noise about it because what's going to happen when I this agree. spreads? Because it's going to spread. Because yeah. the, what's going to happen? I'm just worried. Like you can't drive to work in drag because if you get pulled over, then you're in drag and it all depends on like the officer's mood and you could get a felony for it because it's a felony. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's a fucking felony. Yeah. Tennessee girls, let us know if there's anything we can do because we're not RuPaul. We will speak up for you. Yeah, for sure. We're going to take a break. Uh, I'm texting Ru. Wait, did we talk about... Okay, Lucy we? wasn't pregnant enough. Okay. Did we talk about all the girls? And also the jacket was the wrong color for me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyway. The pants are okay. too. The what? Well, the pants. Dipper, I don't, I you can't critique a drag queen right now. <laughs> I know, but I can critique you can, pants. You can write it on the runway. <laughs> you write, it, write, write it on the outline. But Let's take a break. We don't need audibles. Okay, got it.
The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! So the safe girls are Marsha, 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 and Anitra. Mm-hmm. Now, Little Miss Blinkerbot, Marsha, blink, 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 blink. Um, her interview skills somehow got her to untucked and safe. I don't understand, but... Me neither. Wh- but that's what happens. Lux is told... I think she had... I think she had the worst runway and... A bad interview. Possibly one of the worst interviews. So, I mean, sometimes you just... Sometimes you you get... Sometimes you get through. Yeah, I agree. Um, they knew which girl was going home already this week, and that's why Marsha is safe. They knew Malaysia was going home, and they wanted Mistress to send Malaysia home. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. And I I can tell you how I know why they wanted Mistress to be sent home, because Mistress threw this giant tantrum, and she she was saying into her mic, I don't know the words. I'm going home. Malaysia's going to dance circles around me, telling production that she was not going to do anything in the lip sync and just stand there. Literally, these are quotes from other girls. And production caved, and they put a different girl in the bottom. They put Selena in the bottom, (laughs) even though Michelle said she looked beautiful on the runway. And Michelle also said her interview had some strong moments, but she was stuck in her her head. Her she was not stuck in her head. Her interview was great. Yes. What the intel that we're receiving is that Selena didn't really at all have a bad interview. She had a really great interview. And so everyone was really perplexed when Selena ended up in the bottom uh, because it seemed as though it was going to be a mistress versus Malaysia lip sync, which is kind of what the whole thing has been. The whole season has kind of been building to that. That's what they wanted, definitely, for sure. And the fact that the judges were judging off of footage that the girls hadn't seen is kind of... It's kind of whack, but the same thing happened with us on our challenge where we were shown um, clips of our, like, of our, um, what's it called, sitcom challenge and our infomercial challenge Mm -hmm. and those challenges. And then what we saw on TV was a different clip being shown. So they regularly, Mm. they regularly do this, but in this case... They really made Selena look bad just by like ask jumping a question and asking Love Connie and redirecting the interview. Okay, this is what I think should have happened if it, if it was Alaska's Drag Race. I think Lux should have should have won the challenge. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh 
I thought her interview was the strongest and I thought her runway was really strong. I thought Lucy's interview was very strong, but she lost it on the runway. Mm-hmm. And I think Mistress, her interview was weak, but her runway was like the best one. So that's why she's safe. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or maybe she's safe because she told production that she wasn't going to do anything and they were going to be forced to send her home and they know she's the biggest <laughs> agitator. So that would make the season kind of more sucky. And they were not about to send Mistress home. So this is... This is it's and it's okay. crazy because you see it's a theory. I've seen Mistress out on the town twice now in West Hollywood, and each time the person behind her is her story producer, Mish, Michelle Mills. So it's like she's she not only has those puppets on her shoulders, she might have one right next to her. Was she or wearing she, this or hat, she though? or she may be the puppet of production. Production's was puppet. Was she wearing this hat? She was not wearing that hat. She was wearing a good old ponytail uh piece with 28 ponytails, and she looked beautiful even without a lash. Just looking beautiful. But girl, you got to check them luggage tags at LAX before you go steal another girl's bags. Open it up and it's panties, bitch. Panties, bitch. Panties, bitch. Uh, Sasha is told that her panties, energy matched Charo's <laughs> energy and she let her be herself. And she says, RuPaul says you're a natural at hosting television. So that was what they gave Sasha the win with because a lot of the girls thought that Sasha in the edit that was shown to them was not in the top. And by a lot of the girls, and, I, the three that I spoke to. Okay. Uh, yeah. I thought Sasha was great in, huh. in what they showed us. I thought it was wonderful. No notes. But Sasha won this challenge, her third, and another $5,000. Yeah, I thought it would be, I thought it would be an opportunity uh, because, I mean, Sasha is always, you know, wonderful on the runway. And I thought her interview was, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, but I thought this would have been an opportunity to spread around the winds a little bit more because Sasha just won last week. Um, but her and, runway was great, and her inter- yes, and her interview, what we saw of it was great. But Sasha has won again, and so she has three challenge wins, and some of the girls have no challenge wins. Well, some of the girls don't so, deserve any challenge wins. I. Th- but I think that Sasha should just, uh, if I was her, I would be, I would be worried because I'd be like, I'm winning too much. They're setting me, they're setting me up for a fall here. You know how Which they do. Which is how I felt on All Stars 2. I was like, they shouldn't have given me that fucking win. Now, now it's like, now what am I supposed to do? I can't win next week because that's unprecedented. So there's, something's going to happen. So if I was her, I would be really fucking nervous because it's like, yay, I won. But also looking around the the landscape of the competition and knowing that you're in a show, I'm sure she's, you know, I'm sure she's aware and, and proceeding with caution. She might have been, but um, she I was definitely surprised to see Selena in the bottom. Uh, yeah. Lucy was surprised that she wasn't in the top um, or she wasn't the winner i guess with this but uh it's better than lip syncing which is what selena and malaysia have to do and the song is single ladies and as soon as it starts and you see that one girl knows the dance and the other girl doesn't know the dance you pretty much know what's going to happen but didn't this happen last year where there was a song with a dance and the girl that knew the dance went home Right. It's not it's always never, a guarantee. But this... And 
I think it happened with Judas by Lady Gaga. That was it. Thank yes. you. Yeah, and I thought the girl the, that knew the choreo should have stayed, and she didn't. It was was it right. Monet or oh, it was it was well, Raj. No, it, it was, was Jinx. Shay. Didn't Shay know it? It was Shay yeah, versus Shay Jinx, right? And Jinx didn't know anything. She just cast a spell or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was well. This one goes back. That being said, I I was in the room watching with a you know with a, a bar full of people, and everyone was losing their minds over Selena's performance. So yes, she knew the choreography, but she also made it her own. Uh, and she looked and beautiful. And it was just a really strong lip sync. Looking good, and when her hair fell off, it still looked good. When the updo yes. fell off, the updo back piece, she still had like a good structure and ponytail base in the in the front where she didn't look boo-boo at all or fucked up. It looked fine. It looked better than Malaysia's interview wig. Malaysia does look beautiful during this whole lip sync though, but it is it um this is this is not a um a park and bark number. You need to move a little girl. And when they show yeah, Selena it's doing, hard. they show Selena doing the exact hand choreography, and then they show uh, Malaysia just doing some sort of like Nomi hands Malone in front of your face moment. Well, she didn't know the exact choreography, and you know what? Finding out that they had YouTube in the in the rooms, I wonder if Selena studied up on this. No, a bit. Selena, I'm- Selena didn't have to study because I've seen her do this number in West Hollywood. She does this number regularly. She's known it forever. She's done it forever for brunch. It's a moneymaker number for her. Girls, if you're going to be a drag queen, there's certain things you should know. You should know the choreo to single ladies. Do you know it? I know the chorus. <laughs> I don't know. Th- I know the part where I don't the, know she the does the Liza Minnelli move. Yeah. Well, I know the Liza Minnelli the, oh, part. Oh, oh, that's, the, that's, that's not the pre-chorus. That's the post-chorus, I feel like. We all know that part, but you should know the chorus of it, too, just so you can hit it. Like, I feel like there's certain dances as drag queens we need to know. And as, dance- and as drag queens, we get to stone. choose our dances. Rhythm is a dancer, I've heard. It's my soul's companion. Also, Selena's very funny about it. After she's done, uh, RuPaul says, Selena, Shantae, you stay. And Selena says, sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she has Which anything to apologize for. I don't think either. I think I think she... I think know, Malaysia does. The choreography. Okay. Isn't she from Houston, too? No, she's from Miami. Never mind. Well, Malaysia is sent home, and she says, the whole competition, I've been out of breath. And now I can finally breathe. And then she uh, pops her again. Breathe again. (laughs) Uh, Rush, rush. Has there been a Tony Braxton lip sync on the air? I don't know, but there should be. Did you watch Untucked? He wasn't man enough for me. I did watch Untucked. Tell me what happened. Uh, Marsha doesn't have a win, so she feels some sort of way, and she's hoping for a rusical. <laughs> hoping for a rusical. I hope for a rusical too, and I hope it's coming soon. I don't. I don't remember what they're doing next week. Do you? Do you know from the preview, Dipper? Do you know? I can't remember. Uh, b- but I think. Marsha will be incredible in a musical. So I'm I'm excited to see that. 
comedy. I do love that Mistress... Oh, it's the comedy challenge next week. Mistress uh, did her damn thing and kept gaslighting and saying, oh, I'm in the top. I got this in the bag. And then she's like, no, it's probably going to be me versus Malaysia. Um, but... If Mistress threw a fit here, they did not show it. They did not show it at all. But she even said to Selena at one point, "Stop learning the words. You're not lips. You're not in the bottom." And Mistress had her lyric sheet and threw them on the ground at one point. Like she wasn't learning the lyrics. She wasn't going to do the lip sync. She wasn't going to participate. So they put in a girl that they knew was going to dance her fucking ass off, which is Selena S. Titties. Tantrum sister, honey, I love you. Uh, you know what? Honey, Mistress is it. getting good TV made, and I'm not mad at her. Um, no one's mad. Lux has a new word. Luxfidence. Yes. Which sounds like a charter flight from Lufthansa. She, and as soon as she talks about this, she gets a video message from her whole family. And then, and then Lux breaks down and gives us actual vulnerability or lux luxnerability uh vulnerability and um it was a very like touching moment from lux because she has sort of had this impenetrable sort of like front the whole season mm -hmm. but um we get to see a moment of her like i don't know really being really being vulnerable and it was really nice yeah it's nice and that Lucy her dad wants to fuck lux's dad Honey, you can't let your you can't let these sisters around your dads. Who else has a really hot dad? Oh, Evie Oddly has a really hot Evie's dad. Evie's dad's right? hot. My dad's kind of hot. Um, I think that T.S. Madison stopping by to check in on her Dade County girl sister Malaysia was very nice. Mm -hmm. um, she tells the queens not to doubt themselves or beat themselves up. T.S. Madison comes in the room and says, "Malaysia, why are you so down?" Uh, because I'm on a TV show where I was just told that I'm going to be at the bottom. Like, why wouldn't she be down in that moment? She should have held up that interview wig and said, wouldn't you be down if you wore this too? <laughs> the, the synthetic Bob. Mad Synth Bob. Madison thanks Sasha, transistor to transistor, and thanks her for being in the competition, which is a necessary Absolutely. moment. A very necessary moment, especially after how they excluded girls for so long. I want to. I want to ask you about the theory. Please tell me. Do you think that Sasha Colby's going to be the new host of Drag Race? Um, I don't think that. Have that... you heard of this theory? Uh, just because RuPaul said she's a good TV host, I'm not sure that that would play. I think. I think Sasha. Would... I heard there's like TikTok conspiracy theories that the whole season has been leading to Sasha being the successor to RuPaul. I mean, I don't want RuPaul to go anywhere. I think she's doing great at her job right I don't now. Either. And I don't think she needs to go anywhere. And I would be really hard to shit talk a show where one of my friends is the host, like Sasha. So I hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I hope it happens eventually for her, but some some other thing. I think Sasha We are a fan podcast. <laughs> After her elimination, this Malaysia is not a shit talking podcast. Oh, it's a a she cap, I'm sorry. After her elimination, yeah. Malaysia gets a note that says, Dear Malaysia, I still want metal. Lux. <laughs> we love a callback. Lux is so smart. Honestly, she knew that was going to make it. Metal? <laughs> from the metal from the music challenge where they had metal, country, whatever, reggae. Reggae. Girl. This show, I love Funny. it. Thank God for it. it. And thank you for listening, everybody. I love it. Thank you.
Um, this Thank has you been for joining us for Race Chaser All Courant this week. Uh, mi nombre es Willem. And I'm Candy Hernandez. <laughs> and, and we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your preferred podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. And you know the drill. We want everyone out there who's listening to po- to rate and review this show. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up to watch us at Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus when the, the women are watchable, that is. When the plus runs clear, Mom Plus gets you access to all of our mom shows ad-free. No ads. And many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this little podcast. Race known as Race Chaser. You can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and our Race Chaser account is at Race Chaser Pod. Our mom podcast Instagram and TikTok account is at Mom Podcasts. We're a companion podcast. Is that what we're called? Or does that have to be... That's a what? No. Squirrel Friends is a companion podcast because right. it's by the same company. Mm-hmm. Right. So HBO does like a p- companion podcast. We're a long we time strange a, companion podcast. We are a review... Po- not a review... A, a recap? A recap? I, what are we? I say recap. We're our own damn we're, thing. We're, we're, we're a roommate too. We're a no cap no recap, ca- <laughs> honey. No cap recap. No cap recap. That's funny. That is us. Ooh, put, that let's down. put it on a hat and sell it. <laughs> okay. Um, we will and be back you next. Can, Sorry. You can email us anytime at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with um, more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. And scuttlebutt. <laughs> scuttlebutt. That's my underwater car going away. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Paramount Media Networks, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs>